Another thing that is very, very important is that boards need to understand the strategic plan that is done every three to five years is not cast in stone. If you have a crisis, the president may leave, may have a campus unrest. A global pandemic. That's where I was going to. You may need to change parameters. This is In the Know with ACCT, the voice of community college leaders. I'm Jacob Bray. This is the sixth in a series of episodes dedicated to the fundamentals of community college governance. In this series, Jackie King, co-editor of the recently released Trusteeship and Community Colleges, A Guide for Effective Governance 2nd Edition, interviews chapter authors about how to govern. In this episode, Dr. Eduardo Marti discusses board planning and monitoring. Dr. Marti is an experienced educator who has led several community colleges with distinction for more than 25 years. Dr. Eduardo Marti joined Cooney in 2000 as president of Queensboro Community College. Prior to that, he served for six years as president of Corning Community College of the State University of New York, and for eight years as president of SUNY's Tompkins Cortland Community College. Dr. Marti also served as executive dean of Tungsis Community College and acting president of Middlesex Community College, both located in Connecticut. This conversation was recorded on Zoom, so please excuse a few brief dips in audio quality. And hello, Eduardo. It's good to see you. Thank you for joining us to talk about uh, the book that we worked on together, uh, Trusteeship in Community Colleges, A Guide for Effective Governance. Um, uh, so thrilled that we can have a conversation uh, this morning about the chapter that you wrote on the board's role in planning and monitoring. Um, you know, it's likely that anyone serving on a community college board will have at least some experience with strategic planning in a business or a community organization. Uh, to get us started, can you talk about how strategic planning at a community college differs from how the process might work elsewhere? Yes, well, first of all, Jackie, thank you very much for having me in this podcast. I think that this book is very, very important uh, in that the trustees can have a reference to go to when they have a question. Uh, I, I really believe that strategic planning is extremely important for community colleges, but it differs from what you find in other places. Uh, in, in most organizations, you have strategic plan that is really a, a view of where they are going, but you are only, um, you're only restricted to what the board and, and whatever the profits and whatever the, the mission of the organization is. The community colleges are really political institutions. And, and I think that members of the board of trustees need to understand that the stakeholders for the community college are varied, uh, you know, they are the community, uh, they are the uh, representatives of the community, the elected representatives of the community, usually the county executives or co county commissioners or county uh, representatives, uh, and the, uh, the faculty that has a, a completely different um, role in that they really have more control in the curriculum than most employees and faculty should really never be considered employees. They should be considered partners in the enterprise. Uh, and it's the students who are the, the people who receive the product that is produced. Uh, 
And the people that receive that product, if you will, are the employers that are going to employ the students. So there are many stakeholders and all of that has to be taken into consideration when you're preparing a strategic plan. So it's a much more collaborative and uh, wide ranging sort of inclusive process than that you is, might see in a private firm. That, that is correct. And, and, and the, 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 the strategic plan should be a guide for the uh, trustees to uh, navigate all of the different uh, problems that, that can arise in the management of the institution. <clears throat> so thinking about that, it, it, in my experience working with boards, one of the things that they often struggle with is maintaining a focus on sort of the big picture goals and desired outcomes, really staying at that strategic level and there's always a, a temptation to dive into the details, to be more tactical. Um, as a president, how did you keep your board focused at the right level? I, well, I, 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 I used, used to say very clearly that micromanagement is a bad word. You know, that's, not, that's something that, that they have to be concerned about. They hired me to, as I used to tell them, run the farm. Uh, I, they are the owners of the farm. And, and uh, when the owners meet, they are omnipotent. They can really say and do anything. They can even close the college if they wanted to. But, but when they are not in session, uh, all of that authority reverted to the president, to me. And, and therefore, uh, what I wanted from the board was to give me the parameters that I could operate within uh, rather than tell me exactly how to do it. And, and I think one of the examples that I used to say is like, you know, for example, because I used to be in rural community colleges and sometimes urban trustees get a chuckle out of this because they are, you know, they're obviously not in a farm. But I used to say like, if you're in a, in a, in a milk farm, in a, a dairy farm, uh, you know, you want to say to the superintendent of the farm, you know, I want to produce 140 gallons of milk a day, and, and, and that's it. How you manage the cows, how you milk the cows, how you process the milk, that's all to, on, on the shoulders of the superintendent. If you don't like what the superintendent is doing, you fire him. But what you're saying is you're, 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 the board is looking at the larger goals rather than how it's done. What the strategic plan does, it provides a guide to both the board and the president as to what those parameters are, and, and then enables the president to do his or her job uh, without having to be concerned about what individual trustees are thinking, which is very, very important. Because there's been a, a statement from the whole board about goals and outcomes by, uh, through the strategic plan, and am I, am I following you correctly? Right. To go back to the to the convoluted uh, analogy that I was making, you know, you're you're saying you're saying this is what we want to do. Now, to get to that point, you have to do a lot of work. You have to understand what the stakeholders really want as trustees of the community college. But these are the goals that we want. And then once you have a strategic plan, then you have key performance indicators 
that really become an action plan and is something that the trustees can utilize in order to monitor how the strategic plan is being uh, implemented. I would recommend that the board has like five large key performance indicators. Those are something that maybe every month the board can look at and or the board chair or the executive committee, but somebody can sit down with the president and say, how are we doing? Uh, what I used to call the mayor Koch mode of management. How am I doing? You know, so the, the, the president needs that level of comfort of knowing that the key performance indicators that he or she is going to be judged by are being met. So those those KPIs, those five big indicators, I would imagine too you'd recommend that those play a major role in the evaluation of the CEO's performance. Absolutely. And, and you know, let's, let's be clear, the strategic plan is going to have many KPIs, but the, the board is going to have to decide which are the really big ones that, that they want to make certain uh, that the president needs to meet. But in order to get there, there's a lot of work that has to be done. Another thing that is very, very important is that uh, boards need to understand the strategic plan that is done every three to five years is not cast in stone. Mm -hmm. If you have a crisis, the president may leave, uh, may have a, a, you know, a campus unrest. A global pandemic. You're going to have a global pandemic. That's where I was going to. <laughs> you may need to change uh, the parameters. And, and, and then that is done, I would believe, uh, you know, in, in the same process that you did the original strategic plan without all the trappings. You, know, you can have uh, a meeting of the executive committee of the board and, and, and campus representatives and saying, well, okay, we need to change, you know, especially with COVID, you know, we, we, we need to change the whole whole way in which we teach. Uh, we have to uh, change uh, the, the finances so that we can provide funding necessary to, uh, to, to train faculty members into how to teach in a virtual mode, uh, you know, things like that that needs to change. So strategic plan is not something that is cast in stone. It's a guide, okay? It's a guide for, for, the, for the trustees to uh, operate and it's a guide for the uh, president to operate. It's a place where the two meet. Okay. And that's been a really a change in the last, oh, I don't know, decade or so. You know, it used to be that we did write these plans and sort of put them in amber right. and, and, and say, okay, it's, you know, three years and now we're going to do it again. But the world is changing so rapidly. Conditions are changing so rapidly that uh, we can't afford to do that anymore. Right. We, you have to every year look at the plan and say, does it, does it still make sense? Um, or when there's a crisis, you have to open it up and say, okay, obviously conditions have changed dramatically. We need to adjust um, what we're doing. Well, I think the best way to do that is like on a, uh, on a yearly basis, uh, there is a meeting of the board, maybe in a retreat setting where they review how they are progressing in the KPIs. 
and see if there's anything that is uh, affecting uh, the way they can, in which they can measure the success of the plan. <clears throat> so uh, instead of doing it every meeting, because that, that would be uh, disruptive, uh, I think if they decide once a year to sit down and look at how we're doing in the plan, again, the how, how am I doing mode of management, you know, that, 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 that accountability that is so very important. And by the way, accountability uh, needs to be looked at not in the, from the point of view that uh, somebody from the outside is looking at you. Accountability is really an internal process that you need to utilize to see how you're doing. Absolutely. Although I would imagine that those KPIs, they can be used as well externally. They may be the way that you, a community college president, reports to county government or to state government or to the, you know, to the governor. Look, this is, these are examples of the progress that our institution is making. I'd like to make a brief interruption to announce that the call for presentations for the 2021 ACCT Leadership Congress is now underway. The deadline for submissions is July 2nd, 2021. For more information, please visit congress.acct.org. And now, back to In the Know. And any, any organization that is representing stakeholders uh, feels much more comfortable uh, when uh, a representative of the college comes and say, this is, this is how we have examined our process and this is how we're doing, rather than taking the word of the individual saying we're doing okay, which is the, the old way. I mean, the old way was really more, actually, I should say, when I started being a president, <laughs> which is a long time ago, uh, you know, it, it, the president was really more like a minister of a church, you know, like, uh, you know, you, 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 the, everybody placed the uh, responsibility of the college on the president, and the president was the one that had the main uh, responsibility for everything that happened in the college. I think that that has changed to a more collaborative approach to management of the college, and I think that boards have become. I mean, I, I, I'm going to put a plug here. Thank, thanks to organizations like ACCT with board education, they have been able to become more versed in how to manage organizations as complex as community colleges. And it's not just, it's not just the president, but it's a partnership between the president and the board <coughs> that manage the institution. <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. And the strategic plan is a tool to help facilitate that partnership. That's a word, that's a word to remember. It is a tool. It's a guide. It's, it's something that is not uh, a mandate, if you will. It's, it's a tool that is used by both the board and the president to measure how the organization is doing. Exactly. Yes. And, and thinking of it that way, I think is so helpful in times like these where so much is changing so rapidly that uh, it's a tool, but it's not, uh, it's not a straitjacket. Uh, right, that, and that's why, why it's helpful, I think, as well. Um, boards usually will approve sort of at the goal level, at the outcome level. And then the working plan is something that's not voted on often by the board because it needs to be able to flex. And you can't wait necessarily wait till the next board meeting to hold a vote 
the president needs the flexibility to be able to sometimes change everything as, as community colleges around the country did over the course of a week, right? To move to online instruction with COVID, for example. But what, one thing that I, as a president, uh, almost required myself and my staff was that once a plan was created, you needed an action plan. You needed a way in which we were going to meet those goals. And that really is the responsibility, I think, of the president and his staff, or his or her staff, uh, because it's, it's important that, that the board knows how you're going to meet those goals and that there is fiscal accountability. You know, strategic plans can be aspirational. And, and, and if you don't put money behind the aspiration, then it becomes a dream rather than a reality. So I think it's important to understand that once you have those KPIs or once you have those, uh, those goals that you want for the institution, somebody, and I think in that case, it falls on the president, somebody has to say, it's gonna cost this much to meet that goal and, and then approve that and then move from there. So the board does in a way uh, still have a lot of say so over the action plan because they approve the budget. Correct. But, but I think that uh, it's, it's, it's up to the president and I think his staff because it is, that, that, that would be micromanagement. If the board decides that now they're gonna say how much money they have to spend in order to be able to meet this particular goal. I think the president is the one that has to do that. The president and his staff has have to create a uh, an action plan, something that tells the board this is how much this is going to cost. Uh, do you approve? Uh, and and if you approve, then everybody's fine, unless it's a crisis. You know, when there's a crisis, then you have to go back to the drawing board. But but I think that that makes a lot of sense for. Uh, board and it also prevents or enables the board not to have to go into every cent, every detail, every um, dollar that is spent in the institution. Some boards become so mired in in trying to be fiscally accountable that they they in fact uh, lose the perspective of, of where you're going. And I think the action plan is something that the boards, gives the boards a certain sense of security, certain sense of, of, of knowing that the money is gonna be used in the appropriate way. Yeah, it gives it that comfort and it avoids that pendulum swing that can sometimes happen from uh, being too inattentive to financial matters, which sometimes then can result in a problem, to then it's swinging and being coming as you say, micromanagement. That is correct. That is correct. That's correct. Um, is there anything, Eduardo, that that we haven't touched on yet about strategic plans that you wanted to mention? Obviously, there's a lot more in your chapter, and uh, as you as you said, it's a great reference for trustees and presidents um, to have. <laughs> I, I, I hope it is. I hope it's something that people can look at and, and, and get something out of the, uh, how the process. What the chapter does, I think, is also goes into the details of how the strategic plan is created. And I think that we haven't touched on that on this podcast, but I think that it, it is important that 
in the board, uh, you know, for example, the SWOT analysis, the strengths, weaknesses, or opportunities and threats. That, uh, that is something that is difficult to do. I think it can be done uh, appropriately with, through the institutional research office of the institution, or if, that, if they don't have one, they can farm that out, but somebody has to spend the time make, doing the surveys and making certain that, that the board has the information that is necessary to then define where they're going. So that's an important part that, that, the, that the book addresses. And, and, I, and I would suggest that if a board member is, uh, is interested in, in the strategic planning process that they go to this chapter and look at that, that area. The other thing that I think is important in terms of creating the strategic plan is the conversation that needs to take place between the board and the college. And that is done through the strategic planning committee. Now the composition of the strategic planning committee is very important. I suggest, I don't mean that this has to be done, but I suggest that a member of the board is a part, a member of that committee so that they can be the liaison between the college and the board. But conversations with the faculty, conversations with the students, conversations with the staff, conversations with the administrators is, are very important to create the background that is necessary to define what are the direction, what is the direction that the college is going into. Yeah. Absolutely, that combination of that working relationship, but then also that data so that it's not planning by anecdote planning by sidebar conversation, squeaky wheel person who, you know, corners the trustee uh, uh, at the grocery store or, you know, as they're walking to a meeting on campus or that sort of thing. So yeah, having that data from a SWOT analysis that's comprehensive and uh, so that the board really has a clear understanding of the environment that the college is working in, it's so important. So very important, that's true. And then the other thing is that, you know, the president and the board need to have a, a positive relationship towards his strategic plan. They, they, it shouldn't be seen, as you said before, as a, uh, as a restrictive document. It should be a, an enabling document, something that makes the, uh, gives the assurance that uh, uh, the, 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 another important part is the fact that the board needs to uh, understand that the strategic plan is an enabling document rather than restrictive document. And it's a document that gives the board and the president the assurance that, that everybody knows the direction that this train is going into, you know, going, going to, uh, rather than, uh, uh, you know, anecdotes, as you said before. It, 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 it should be, it should be a, a positive uh, endeavor rather than a, rather than something that needs to be done. And by the way, may I also interject at this point, if a board or a president is, uh, is lucky enough to uh, time the uh, strategic plan to the accreditation process, then you save a lot of time and a lot of money. Because a lot of the background that you would do for strategic planning, you would also do for the self-study that's part of the accreditation process. So thank you so much. Well, this has been really a, a great conversation, a great primer on strategic planning. Um, 
And uh, I hope that it will uh, encourage uh, our listeners to pick up the book. Uh, there's a lot more to learn in the, in the chapter and uh, agree with you. If it's done right, strategic planning can be such a valuable uh, and an enjoyable process for uh, a college and for its board. To purchase Trusteeship in Community Colleges, A Guide for Effective Governance 2nd Edition, visit the ACCT bookstore online. Additionally, please feel free to get in touch if you have ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.